You are listening to the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, February 5, 2023. Subject, Spirit. The golden text is from Acts. I was not disobedient under the heavenly vision. The responsive reading is from Revelation. Behold, a door was opened in heaven, and immediately I was in the Spirit. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The Bible John In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, 
he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. And when even was now come, his disciples went down unto the sea, and entered into a ship, and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship, and they were afraid. But he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Then said they unto him, What shall we do, that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified thereby. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. 
And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit, and was troubled, and said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Jesus, therefore again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldst believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. Romans There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Revelation and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony 
of Jesus Christ. Luke For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Spirit is God, and man is his likeness. The admission to one's self that man is God's own likeness sets man free to master the infinite idea. This conviction shuts the door on death and opens it wide towards immortality. The understanding and recognition of spirit must finally come, and we may as well improve our time in solving the mysteries of being through an apprehension of divine principle. At present, we know not what man is, but we certainly shall know this when man reflects God. The Revelator tells us of a new heaven and a new earth. Have you ever pictured this heaven and earth inhabited by beings under the control of supreme wisdom? Let us rid ourselves of the belief that man is separated from God and obey only the divine principle, life and love. Here is the great point of departure for all true spiritual growth. In proportion as matter loses to human sense all entity as man, in that proportion does man become its master. He enters into a diviner sense of the facts and comprehends the theology of Jesus as demonstrated in healing the sick, raising the dead, and walking over the wave. All these deeds manifested Jesus' control over the belief that matter is substance, that it can be the arbiter of life or the constructor of any form of existence. We never read that Luke or Paul made a reality of disease in order to discover some means of healing it. Jesus never asked if disease were acute or chronic, and he never recommended attention to laws of health, never gave drugs, never prayed to know if God were willing that a man should live. He understood man whose life is God to be immortal and knew that man has not two lives, one to be destroyed and the other to be made indestructible. Jesus restored Lazarus by the understanding that Lazarus had never died, 
not by an admission that his body had died and then lived again. The epoch approaches when the understanding of the truth of being will be the basis of true religion. At present, mortals progress slowly for fear of being thought ridiculous. They are slaves to fashion, pride, and sense. Sometime we shall learn how spirit, the great architect, has created men and women in science. We are Christian scientists only as we quit our reliance upon that which is false and grasp the true. We are not Christian scientists until we leave all for Christ. Human opinions are not spiritual. They come from the hearing of the ear, from corporeality instead of from principle, and from the mortal instead of from the immortal. Spirit is not separate from God. Spirit is God. In science, you can have no power opposed to God, and the physical senses must give up their false testimony. I was called to visit Mr. Clark in Lynn, who had been confined to his bed six months with hip disease caused by a fall upon a wooden spike when quite a boy. On entering the house, I met his physician, who said that the patient was dying. The physician had just probed the ulcer on the hip and said the bone was carious for several inches. He even showed me the probe which had on it the evidence of this condition of the bone. The doctor went out. Mr. Clark lay with his eyes fixed and sightless. The dew of death was on his brow. I went to his bedside. In a few moments, his face changed. Its death pallor gave place to a natural hue. The eyelids closed gently, and the breathing became natural. He was asleep. In about ten minutes, he opened his eyes and said, I feel like a new man. My suffering is all gone. Reviewing this brief experience, I cannot fail to discern the coincidence of the spiritual idea of man with the divine mind. John saw the human and divine coincidence shown in the man Jesus as divinity embracing humanity in life and its demonstration reducing to human perception and understanding the life which is God. In divine revelation, material and corporeal selfhood disappear, and the spiritual idea 
is understood. Accompanying this scientific consciousness was another revelation. Even the declaration from heaven, supreme harmony, that God, the divine principle of harmony, is ever with men, and they are his people. Thus, man was no longer regarded as a miserable sinner, but as the blessed child of God. Why? Because St. John's corporeal sense of the heavens and earth had vanished, and in place of this false sense was the spiritual sense, the subjective state by which he could see the new heaven and new earth, which involved the spiritual idea and consciousness of reality. This is scriptural authority for concluding that such a recognition of being is, and has been, possible to men in this present state of existence. That we can become conscious, here and now, of a cessation of death, sorrow, and pain. This is indeed a foretaste of absolute Christian science. Take heart, dear sufferer, for this reality of being will surely appear sometime and in some way. There will be no more pain, and all tears will be wiped away. When you read this, remember Jesus' words, The kingdom of God is within you. This spiritual consciousness is therefore a present possibility. Let us learn of the real and eternal and prepare for the reign of spirit, the kingdom of heaven the reign and rule of universal harmony, which cannot be lost nor remain forever unseen. I will now read the three daily duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer it shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin in true brotherliness, charitableness, 
and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson has been prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of citations from the King James Bible and the Christian Science Textbook. Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.